0: the Pattaya walking street makeover, extension of curfew times, we've got a fugitive who's been caught, and lastly, stay clear of 1000 baht Thai notes. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Could you please take a moment to click the like and subscribe button? It helps us way more than you know. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand, brought to you by Dewa Beach Resort. And presenting the show once again with me is Natty Warisa. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and of course, it's Tim Newton from Phuket.
1: Live and living and sitting in a, a little rotunda again, uh, waiting for the monitor lizards to come and attack me. There's never, it's the talk around the village that these monitor lizards are wandering everywhere and people are saying oh they're five meters long well, they're not quite five meters they're about 1.5 meters but uh, we're never going to let a little bit of exaggeration get in the way but i am okay i'm just on the lookout if you see a monitor lizard behind me just tell me okay
0: how's the weather looking like in phuket
1: uh, the last couple of days we've had uh, decent downpour uh, it's overcast at the moment with a light easterly wind hitting me on my back which is very pleasant So a little bit cooler the last couple of days the last month was really really hot but it looks like the wet season's here
0: all right ladies and gentlemen in today's episode we'll be talking about paria walking street makeover and how officials are talking about pushing for the curfew hours and finally reopening bars fully, as well as we're going to be looking at a a fugitive involving uh, with the murder of Jimmy Sandhu, for the regular viewers, you might know what I'm talking about. And lastly, the Prime Minister has come out and said, beware of fake 1,000 baht notes that have been going around. So a lot to talk about in today's episode, uh, but for now, let's check out today's Thailand news headlines with Netty.
2: Here are the top headlines in Thailand today. Pattaya officials and stakeholders have been meeting to discuss the dropping of curfews and an official reopening of bars and the city's vibrant nightlife. Kulashat Kulashai, the superintendent of Chonburi police, chaired the meeting. Bars around Thailand, particularly in tourist magnet areas, have been forced to convert their restaurants in order to reopen and serve alcohol. From May 1st, restaurants and restaurants serving alcohol have been permitted to open for an official additional hour to midnight, but now Pataya's bar owners are insisting that it's also time for them to reopen up as bars again. The meeting was held last Friday night in the lead up to the reopening of Walking Street over the weekend after police again closed down through traffic along the coastal nightlife strip between 7 p.m. and 6 a.m. each day. Regarding the closing times, representatives from the local bars asked to reinstate the 3 a.m. closing time. There were also discussions about installing more CCTV cameras, additional streetlights, road repairs and keeping records of employee and guard identification. But the meeting was told that despite the relaxing of the official curfew by one hour for restaurants to serve alcohol, the ban on bars remains at this time. Both the CCSA and Chonburi governor would have to be involved with removing the current ban in the province. Prime Minister Prayutano Shah is warning about fake 1,000 baht banknotes and is urging anyone who finds them to hand them back to any commercial banks nearby. The PM's spokesperson also gave details about how to detect the counterfeit bills. Locals in the central province of Nontaburi have found lots of the fake 1,000 baht notes. One female victim told Thai media that she received a fake bill from a female customer. The customer bought a grilled chicken at 190 baht and paid with a 1,000 bank bill. She didn't notice that the texture was different and let the customer go. So she then had to pay back the shop owner 1,190 baht and was quite upset over the matter. She was able to identify the different texture later and try putting it in water, noticing that the color changed. She added that the sellers from a local market nearby found more than 30 fake 1,000 banknotes. The fake banknote producers could face life sentences and fines up to 400,000 baht. The person who knowingly uses or circulates the fake bills could face up to 15 years in jail and fines up to 300,000 baht. Thai transgenders can now join law school and take exams at Lawyers Council of Thailand dressing in line with their gender identity. The decision has been handed down by a gender discrimination committee. The decision was made in response to a complaint reported by a law student who had been rejected to the opportunity to take a written exam because he was dressed as a woman and not as his biological gender. He had already been through sex reassignment surgery, according to the reports. The committee made a decision last week stating that the dress code of the council's law training school, which demands everyone to wear clothing that matches their biological gender, is in violation of Section 27 of the Constitution. It promises the rights to sexual equality, the right to choose their gender orientation, and the freedom to wear whatever they feel comfortable wearing, according to former Secretary General of the Lawyers Council of Thailand, Dr. Songbat Bhatt Wong the committee's decision supports the National Human Rights Commission's conclusion that university rules prohibiting transgender students from attending graduation ceremonies in an attire that matches their biological gender violates human rights.
0: Well, welcome back. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. Let's just get right into it. Our first story is regarding Pattaya, everyone's favorite city in Thailand. Walking Street is getting a makeover, or already basically had a makeover, and it's safer, better, and more secure. Ladies and gentlemen, business owners and staff along Paria's high-profile walking street, which actually opened up over the weekend, are ready to welcome visitors, both Thai and foreigners. So people from Bangkok, Hua Hin, or nearby provinces, let's take a trip to Paria, because it's ready uh, and it has been closed for two years, pretty much. And the Paria Paria police have paid a visit to the street in uh, what people might consider as a media stunt. But yes, they have some pictures out there of police visiting the walking street and declaring that the street is now ready and uh, it's safe and visitors can return. And they've been setting up checkpoints, urging security guards in bars and shops to monitor inappropriate incidents and immediately report them to the police. Natty, are you excited to go to Paria? Do you now feel safer?
2: No. Yeah, sure, I guess. But I feel like even though they claim it's not a stunt or I don't know how much safer and typically when people say makeover isn't it supposed to get better so their makeover means that well, they're safer, making it so it's safer better,
0: therefore, yeah okay security All right. guards will now you know look at everything that looks inappropriate which I'm guessing would be a lot everything. of things <laughs> everything <Yeah>. and everyone <laughs> yeah. Tim Newton do you feel safer going to Paria now
1: I figure they're going to be pretty busy investigating inappropriate incidents. Um, I think that happens most of the time in uh, Walking Street. But, I mean, the headline uh, is a little bit tongue-in-cheek. The the actual real headline should be um, Walking Street bars desperate to get people back. Uh, Only 30% of them actually opened on the weekend. So, uh, Walking Street, like a lot of the other little popular spots in Patea, Has got a long way to go to get back to uh to normal but as we keep on sort of saying it's sort of become a part of the tiger narrative um uh, the the normal is just a long 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 way away and whatever the new normal is going to be it's not going to be anything like the old normal so i think uh, patia and walking street in particular have sort of got to have a, a little bit of a look at themselves and say what we used to do in the past—it needs to sort of be modified. Needs to move on. Now you have got the people like the guest you had yesterday, the promoters talking about bringing uh, a new uh, sport to town. Nothing that I'd particularly support, but uh, for those people that like uh, seeing that sort of stuff, th- there it is. And, and I think it, there needs to be a bit of an evolution in Pattaya and Walking Street that, that they were talking about. Uh, really gentrifying it and putting some trees in it and uh, some, some more useful shops that might be uh, used during the day uh, rather than being a sort of walking strip at night. So I, I think the headline uh, is is okay because it encourages people to go back there, but uh, they're really just opening it up and they're desperate to get people to, to return.
0: 're talking further about Walking Street, uh, Paria officials and stakeholders have been trying to push to reopen bars in Paria. Now, you, some of the viewers might be thinking to me, wait, aren't they already open? Uh, not officially. Bars are not actually supposed to be open officially. The bars you think are open are actually restaurants.
2: restaurants.
0: Yes. yes, but officials have come out and say, look, it's, it's about time that we open the bars, and they're not wrong. I think it is about time for the bars to reopen. Why are we drawing the line over there? And they're also asking to push the curfew. Now, after May the 1st, the curfew was pushed and extra are restaurants and restaurants that look like bars close (laughs) at midnight. Uh, But they're asking for the 3 a.m. closing time to be reinstated. Now, I saw a comment earlier in the chat uh, from Rohit Tarwani, who I believe is currently in Paria, said that everything was still live and well until 1.30 over mm. the weekend.
2: Allegedly.
0: Allegedly, of course. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, come right. on now. Uh, but yes, there's also been uh, discussions about installing more CCTV cameras, additional street lights. I don't know if people would want more lights to... Hmm. Yeah, they, they like the dark corner sometimes for <laughs> several reasons. We're not here to judge. Road repairs, keeping records of employees and guard identifications. Um, however, once again, these are just talks, these are just uh, things that they want, we're not sure if it's actually going to happen. Tim, you've got a comment regarding this.
1: Well, isn't it uh, sort of crazy at this stage of the uh, the whole debate that they're still stopping bars from reopening and they're open uh, they've had to go through all the rigmarole of getting SHA plus approval. They've probably had to go and buy a few frozen McNuggets to look like they are actually restaurants. But, I mean, what a farce. It, it's now time for the officials to go, OK, we, we know what's happening. Uh, the cases are going down. There was no big surge after Songkran. Uh, get a grip on reality and just open the bars because they're already open anyway. So why don't just make it official?
0: Yeah, let's open the patio bars. What do you think Nelly? Is it time to open the bars? I mean, living in Bangkok, looking around us, almost everything seems to be open. Why have the bars not open yet?
2: Exactly what Tim said. I mean, like, I totally agree. Everything is slowly coming back to normal. Yeah. Also, we've seen COVID numbers drop drastically. I think in the past week, it hasn't gone over 10,000 cases like or, or it's hovering around the 10,000 cases. Anyways, it's not too bad. So things are kind of normalizing. I know a lot of Southeast Asian countries are now uh, kind of, they lifted the mask mandate that you only have to wear it when you're in public. Spaces like in public transportation, but not in parks. Yeah. I think Thailand can slowly work towards that. Let's start with opening places like bars and normalizing that first would be good.
0: All right, Natty for president. And <laughs> for now, we're gonna take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're gonna looking we're gonna be looking into more stories regarding Thailand. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, you're watching Good Morning Thailand with Natty, Tim, and Jay. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to Dewa Beach Resort. Thank you, Dewa Beach Resort, for being the sponsor for Good Morning Thailand. You can visit and experience a piece of paradise at Dewa Beach Resort. Type in the code TIGER for a 10% discount. Yes, Tim.
1: It's a question, is it pronounced Dewa or Deva? Because a lot of the times when it's written in English, a W is pronounced as a V. So, uh, I mean, I noticed Jet uh, yesterday on Thailand News Today was calling it Deva Beach Resort, and I think um, it seems to be swappable.
0: There's, there's no real pronunciation of V in the Thai language. Yeah. Uh, so if you notice, uh, when it comes to letters that involve V, like a vehicle, will be pronounced vehicle, like a W. Yeah. So, okay. so, so even though it's probably Deva, uh, in Dewa. Yeah, Dewa. Dewa. Okay. Dewa Beach H- Resort. So visit Dewa Beach Resort.
1: It's a fabulous place on Niang Beach and uh, warmly recommended. And if they do a good breakfast, they're more than welcome to invite us to do um, some outside broadcasts there.
0: Hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, Also, a quick shout out to Lottie Clary and Greg Anderson for being Tiger members. Thank you so much, we appreciate your support and it's because of you that we can do what we do. Uh, And all the live viewers watching us right now as well, thank you for watching us live uh, most of the days, or every day, depending on who you are. Please click the like button if you're enjoying the show so far. Swiftly moving on, let's talk about the fugitive accused in Thailand um, for a murder who died in a plane crash. Uh, Now, let me give you some background story. Uh, Trail resident jean Carl Lacramp, who is 36 years old, had been on the run since February. Uh, And the Royal Thai Police uh, alleged he and his co-accused Matthew Dupre, who was also 36, traveled to Thailand to kill former... Abbotsford resident and United Nations gangster Jimmy Sandu. That's yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen. Has this now finally concluded the murder of Jimmy Sandu? Uh, both who were ex Canadian military. Now, um, Dupre was arrested in Canada and uh, he remains in jail pending an extradition hearing. But Lacramp has now, uh, who was also on the run, uh, was found dead in a plane crash. Hmm. Uh, Tim Newton's got more details
1: well that's about it uh um, (laughs) (laughs) this does sort of neatly tie up the whole jimmy Sandu affair if we remember back on uh, february the 4th uh this uh guy was in phuket he'd only been there for a month or so staying down in rawai in a, a beautiful beachside villa and he arrived back uh in his red suv And uh, there were two gentlemen who were waiting for him and uh, took him out with around about 20 bullets uh, at close range and then got away. When the pictures came out of the actual people getting away, we saw that they were wearing white, which I thought if you're trying to evade uh, cameras and the police, the last thing you want to be doing is wearing white. And and the other thing is they were wearing these things. (laughs) So... Yeah, this is the way you do a hit job in uh, in Thailand, is you wear, what do they call them, uh, sandals, slippers, songs, whatever Balls, you yeah. might want to call them. Uh, but, yeah, here it's a bit of a, a, a tidy, neat end to this. The two gentlemen who were accused and being chased by Thai police, one is uh, currently awaiting um, uh, extradition hearings to be brought back to Thailand for trial, and this other gentleman, Jean La Cramp, who was in the plane with uh, three other people, including the pilot, a small plane. And there was another member of a bike gang uh, in the Vancouver area who was actually in the plane. So at this stage, no one knows why these two bike gang members were in faraway Northern Ontario in Canada. Uh, But he's been on the run since uh, the Thai police issued the the arrest warrants for the two gentlemen. So uh, yeah probably find out uh what caused the crash at some stage but what exactly the two bikey gang members were doing in the plane we'll probably never know but uh looks like one way or another there is a tv series coming up sometime in the future about bikey gangs in canada that sounds uh very vexed and confused
0: yeah, there was also a hundred thousand dollar reward for anyone who gave information on uh, um the, the well the, the, the man the, evading the police
1: yeah, the uh, th- there was a hundred thousand dollar Canadian dollar, I assume, bounty, if you like, uh, on the head of Jean LaCrampe. So police were certainly uh, on the lookout for him. Bounty's not quite right. Uh, he, he, there was a reward for his uh, identification and capture, but um, yeah, he's been found now as part of uh, four dead people in a small plane crash. Just a small Piper, a four-plane, a four passenger aeroplane.
0: All right. Um, Let's move on to our next story, which is regarding the 1000 baht note in Thailand. Ladies and gentlemen, beware, be careful, and check your 1000 baht notes, especially if you're in the Nantaburi area, because a lot of locals and residents have have been complaining that they've uh, been given fake bills of 1000 baht, and that has actually been circling around the Nantaburi area. Uh, This has made news in the Thai Thai media as well, which actually had the government spokesperson come out and give uh, suggestions and explain three ways on how you can um, monitor your 1000 baht note and make sure that it is not fake. Hmm. Would you like to know the three ways? I would love that. Tim Newton, would you like to know the three ways?
1: Yeah, look, I'd be pretty happy to have fake or real 1,000 bath notes, but um, yeah, if they are fake, how fake are they? Sometimes the fakes are just so ridiculously fake, yeah. <laughs> you wonder how anybody could be convinced. But these ones apparently were looked half real.
0: Yeah, well, one female victim, yeah, she basically uh, didn't pay attention because you wouldn't really. Um, Thailand in general... Does, does Thailand in general have a big problem with counterfeit bills?
2: We do. Just very recently we had the counterfeit 20 baht bills and okay. I think we, or me and my friends were discussing if they're going to make fake bills, why don't they just make it a thousand? And so here they are now. Oh, here we <laughs> no? go. No, maybe they overheard our conversation. Maybe it's your friend. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Allegedly. Yes, Tim. Allegedly. Yes, Tim.
1: Yeah, I think that the 20 baht uh, notes were targeted because the Bank of Thailand had issued new 20 baht notes, yeah. the new polymer plastic ones. So. So they thought, ah, this is a good time to throw some fakes out there that people might think, oh, are these the new ones? Uh, so that's, I think, why the 20 baht notes were targeted.
0: Well, right. they've clearly moved up in life to a thousand baht notes. But uh, yes, apparently uh, the victim, she basically realized that the texture and the color of the note was not, um, you know, like the original bill. And then once she put it in some water, I believe the texture started to disappear. And she was like, damn, I've been conned. Oh, no. But yes. Uh, the. Prime Minister's spokesperson has explained three ways to notice the counterfeit banknotes. Number one, notice the texture. Banknote papers have cotton polymer fibers which were different from other papers and made them more durable. Number two, spot the hidden watermark. There's a hidden watermark, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, take out your 1000 baht note and check for the watermark, which has His Majesty the King's portrait. The watermark would uh, be revealed when holding it to, the, to a bright light. Mm-hmm. So I guess every shop owner is now going to buy a a sharp, bright light to check the notes. And lastly, try tilting or flipping the banknotes up and down. If the color and picture changed in the light, the banknote is genuine.
2: Oh, okay. If it doesn't
0: change color, then it's just a piece you've of been paper. duped.
2: Right. Actually, I have had a case of uh, being conned myself. Like I have had uh, like a, I think it was a fake 500 baht note, but this was like, I don't know back in the days like decades ago and when you hold it up to the light instead of his majesty the king's picture it was a picture of a clown oh no it was very poorly done
0: but they wanted to know it was the mark of the yeah it was like his what are they what do they call it the was it a tramp mark? stamp no not a tramp stamp. Oh no <laughs> what is it called when the thief leaves a uh, it's his calling card is it
2: his calling card yeah. what is that
0: Tim Newton, any comments on the fake bills
2: <laughs> the clown
1: well, it's a way that we actually detect if uh, all sorts of things are real or not. Um, we were a bit worried uh, looking at some of Matty's videos that she may have been <laughs> artificial intelligence. So we dipped her in the water and uh, we did find that, in fact, she was real because yep. she was screaming. So, yeah, we figured. Uh and it worked for witches in the past, too, dipping them in the water. So, yeah, if, <laughs> if you're worried about your your plastic notes, but the new plastic ones, you can put them in water with uh, with no problems, but. Uh, I've done it enough times in the washing machine. All right.
0: That was a good story. <laughs> All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another quick break. Once we come back from the break, uh, we're going to be talking about a last story that it's actually quite emotional and sentimental and quite nice, really. Now Tim and Natty found it to be a very loving story. It just made me sad, but let's wait to find out it's regarding a man and his wife. We'll be back right after this break. Mm. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen, our last story today revolves around a Thai man who finally decided to cremate his wife after keeping her body for 21 years. Now before you find it a bit strange you still might after the story. Natty's got more information on this.
2: Yeah, so we're ending the segment today with a long lasting love story. So an elderly Thai man from Bangkok, uh, he has decided to cremate his wife. His wife passed away since 2001. And the 72-year-old retired military officer said he couldn't be bare to be separated from his deceased wife. That's why even though he had the whole monk ceremony, all the rituals done, when the monk asked, do you want your uh, wife's body to be cremated, he said no. And then he took her back uh, to his house in Ram Intra district in Bangkok. And for 21 years, he kind of kept her in a little coffin. He decided, however, that he would contact this foundation called Petka Seng Foundation to help him make a proper ceremony because he wanted to say goodbye to his wife in the case that he dies before he gets to cremate her. And the foundation said that he discovered the woman's body at the home and they described it more like a storage facility, meaning that there was running water but no electricity, and it was kind of located in a wasteland surrounded by trees and vines, so not a very pleasant area. And the woman's body was uh, described as it was in dry condition. Anyhow, uh, they did finally manage to arrange a funeral, and it took place on April 30th. And the woman's ashes are now inside an urn, which he said he'll keep for the rest of his life. I think it's a Which beautiful he love have story. have done
0: in the first place.
2: Um, yeah, but he couldn't, now, you know, so now, sad.
0: <laughs> Look, no disrespect to this man. He's clearly, you know, his choice. But is that even legal to do? Can you keep it? Do, can you just keep hold of a dead body for 21 years?
2: I don't know about that, but I hope that he reported to the police, though, that his okay. wife has died. Yeah. But yeah, okay. not sure if that's now, legal. You
0: thought this sh- story was romantic
2: ish yeah, yeah romant- romantic ish it's creepy romantic
0: i s- thought it was slightly strange yes but then again i can't understand what the, how much this man loved this person and what he went through so
2: he said yeah. Told death <laughs> do so, us part
0: so i'm gonna throw it over to tim newton tim newton
1: well yeah i think it's it's a story of love and we need to look at it in, in that sort of perspective um, he clearly wasn't able to to let go of uh, the woman who he said it was love uh, at first sight when he met her and uh, they never quarrelled he said uh, during the entire time they were married she uh, died of a brain aneurysm and uh, yeah it's, it, it sort of comes off as slightly creepy I suppose um, If I was walking past a coffin with the person I loved every day uh, I, I Not sure if I'd sort of get much uh, sucker out of that, but clearly this man was very in love. And uh, let's just sort of rule underline now and say it was a love story.
0: Okay. Um, I hope that he feels better after, you know, cremating her. He's got to earn, he can still remember her. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a good ending to that story, and that's all I'm going to say about it. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time. To move on to our live question and answers. Uh, Unfortunately, Carmel, the voice of God, has once again taken a holiday because today is a public holiday. Also, we'd like to mention today is uh, His His Majesty the King's, um, what's the word?
1: Coronation Day.
0: Coronation Day, that's the one. Uh, And uh, today is a public holiday in Thailand. uh, And almost everyone is off today including Carmel, but not Natty, Risa. Nope, not Jay. Not Jay, not Tim Newton, Chai, and uh, pretty much everyone else, but Carmel's (laughs) demands, ladies and gentlemen, are off the charts. We will miss her, but let's take some questions Mm -hmm. from our dear members. Anybody have a question yet? Tim, do you have... Your laptop I, in front of you. I
1: don't, no, I'm, I'm completely uh, unaware of anybody watching or listening at the moment. I'm just sitting here nattering away right. to you guys. So um, I, I'm not connected to the internet at all.
0: Oh, mm, good. No worries. I've got a question from Nick Tessaly who says, Thailand Pass. I saw a post on Thai PBS World about that there's a proposal to turn Thailand, Thailand Pass to vaccine passport. Is this true? Do you think it's going to happen? Tim Newton.
1: Well, uh, OK, so there's a lot of rumours about what may or may not happen to the Thailand pass. At the moment, it remains a, uh, a pre-travel registration system. Uh, for people who are fully vaccinated, you've only got to upload your passport details, vaccination details and proof of the 10,000 uh, US dollar insurance for COVID. Uh, so it, whether they're going to keep it in the future. A lot of, if they do, and they turn it into, for example, a a vaccine passport instead, then I'd still think there's going to be a lot of people complaining. They just don't want any barriers at all. But as you know, you and I, Jay, we've agreed that if they somehow made the Thailand pass, you upload your flight and your vaccination details, if that sort of still remains important, Uh, if they came through a separate queue and you got some uh, quick, access through immigration then i think people would probably uh, enjoy it if it was voluntary but i think if they're going to make it compulsory they're going to call it a vaccination pass it's still that barrier that paperwork barrier that it's going to stop some people not many but some from coming back to thailand
0: all right 212 roger says kentucky derby this saturday i do you like horses
2: I Sure, I like horses.
0: Are you going to be watching the Kentucky Derby?
2: (laughs) No, I didn't know it was on.
0: Oh, well, it is this Saturday, so stay tuned. Natty will give a report on the Kentucky Derby 212, Roger. Sure. Uh,
2: Damien Jesser says, Tim, remember when Australia money went to plastic? Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, it was. Well, actually, I think, um, (laughs) and this is actually real, I think uh, the polymer notes were invented by the CSIRO in Australia. And Australia was one of the first countries to go to these plastic notes, which is now, of course, uh, now gone across uh, across the world. Many currencies are now with these plastic notes, uh, but I sort of remember it. I actually remember, this is going to probably precede Damien, uh, when we went from uh, the pounds to the, the dollar currency. And uh, this was on the... February the 14th, 1966, there was a song that they released that still buzzes around my head. In 1966, they changed to the dollars, and uh, I remember my father coming home with these bright orange and bright green and brown notes, and we were oh, wow, if anybody's got any of those original <laughs> notes, that, that'd be worth a lot.
2: I like baby Tim going wow at the banknotes.
0: It <laughs> Re- 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 says, I wonder if Jet has been gone on the sabbatical so he can make fake 1,000 baht notes. I don't know, but it makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, yeah.
2: Makey says, Natty using the Tiger Company printer to cash out. I don't know, I, I thought it was only black and white. Is it in color now? Yeah, the it's in color, ah. definitely. Oh, you yeah. gave me ideas, thanks
1: trying to figure out how to operate that blessed printer for the last (laughs) five years. I've still got nothing out of that machine. So the possibility of us churning out fake dollar, the possibility of us actually printing anything at all is so remote, I wouldn't even worry the police about it.
0: The Snives says, wouldn't anyone smell a rotting body? I actually thought that at first as well, Mm. Uh, especially if he had neighbors, would you want to live next to (laughs) A house that you know that there's a dead body there for the last how so many years I don't know but I believe he was living in the middle of the jungle wasn't he
2: yeah but I think also he uh, they put formaline through the body first so it doesn't smell
0: and he probably wasn't advertising that he's keeping his wife's body there probably not yeah Tim Newton
1: tell me guys if you had the dead body of your loved one uh, in your house for 21 years wouldn't you just lift it up and have a little bit of a peek come on would you? I would
2: be scared. Oh, I would no. be so scared. Would you? I, I don't, don't want
1: to think no. about that. No, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's
0: keep it civilized. Come on, guys. Okay. Hans C. Schellenberg says, so Carmel is even more high-so than Natty. Ooh, yes. that's, a, that's a close well, one, Tim. Yes. I don't know. That's a close <laughs> one. I think the demand, she's definitely more demanding. Natty's just naturally high-so. You know, you're oh, born gosh. with it. It's sure. Like, you know, I'll it's, take it's, that. She's like a Maybelline ad. Oh, wow. Maybe... She's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Because
2: I'm worth it. (gasps) Do you guys know the tagline for them? Anyhow, let's go to Ryan Bishop. He says, (laughs) there's durian stinking up in my kitchen right now. And then Reread says, I'm envious of you. I love durian. They're just having a conversation amongst themselves. I like durian.
0: I I really like durian too. But I I recently went to Sea Russia and I tasted the Sea Russia durian. Wasn't a fan. Was not a fan. So I believe there's different... Of course, there's different types of durian, uh, different brands or style. I like the one from Phuket, which is a lot more sticky and wet.
2: Ooh, that doesn't sound good at all. It's but It's
0: sure. really good. It's really dead juicy. still. <laughs> sorry?
1: Are you talking about dead bodies again? No, or? no, no. I'm
0: talking about durian. Num. No, oh, okay. No. You said What's sticky the brand? And dead, huh? What's the style of durian in Phuket? It's like duang chai or something.
2: Duang chai.
0: Oh, uh, sorry. What did you say? Montong. That's the one. Montong durian. That's the best one.
2: Do you know what that that's means?
0: Creme de la creme of Moin, durians.
2: mountain basically means pillow. Tong means like golden, so golden pillow. Golden Isn't that pillow. cute? Yeah,
0: because it's yeah. soft like a golden pillow. That's what I mean. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Enough about durians. <laughs> Question, Nettie, how many subscribers are there now? Hashtag wax J for 150,000 subscribers.
2: Okay, I'll wax you for that. I think that Paul one.
0: Shackleton's the only person who remembers that. But yes, once we reach 150,000, I think we've got about. 40,000 to go. 42,000 to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just went quiet after that. Call. No,
2: Han said, the first time I tried durian, I thought someone was trying to kill me. Oh, no. Tim probably feels the same.
1: Yeah, uh, just whatever you do, keep durian a long way away from me. <laughs> I remember when I first arrived um, in Thailand, the, uh, the these are actually the days where we had stairs rather than the, the sky bridges, and the door would open, and... <laughs> That smell of rotting durian would float into the plane. You'd go, ah, it's great to be back in Thailand.
0: <laughs> I don't think you can smell durian when you enter Thailand. There's no oh, way. Oh, yes, no absolutely.
1: Chance. Yes, it's, it's ever-present.
0: Sick Puppy says, greetings from Patea. Greetings to you, Sick Puppy. John P says, in Australia, you can't leave a house for six months without someone in it for insurance purposes
1: uh-huh okay <laughs> now we know
0: now we know i did not know that thank you john Freak, for the comment and um yeah there we go that's it i think shall we end it there yes actually? i
2: think that
0: i think all right ladies and gentlemen uh carmel will be back tomorrow so we'll be able to address more of your questions as well tomorrow hopefully we'll be doing another tiger unfiltered so if you enjoyed the episode last week, please join us again for another Tiger Unfiltered, either tomorrow or Friday. As for now, Jay, I'd like to say, yes?
1: Can I just ask, uh, we're, we're off next week to... Um to another outside broadcast, I believe. That, isn't that is he, right. Is Natty coming, or couldn't we afford her travel <laughs> demands? She,
0: she wanted to stay in the, what was it? Was it the Grand hayat or was it? Yeah, and I wanted the, uh,
2: the first class tickets too. The
0: first <laughs> class yes. tickets for a one hour flight. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, yeah, unfortunately, Natty Warisa will be holding the fort down in uh, Bangkok. Uh, while we move for GMT but hopefully maybe joining us through Zoom we'll see we'll figure it out but mm-hmm. we have some um, guest appearances planned in Phuket so we'll be we will be doing uh, outside broadcast uh, from shall we disclose the location of course of course we will be doing it from the tree shutout tree shutout villas, wow. mm. the tree shutout villas uh, very fancy very nice villas
1: they do a nice breakfast
0: they do some sort of breakfast I'm hoping
1: or is there a Seven Eleven down on the corner?
0: There's a Seven Eleven down on the corner. <laughs> okay, <But laughs> are you just repeating that'll Tim? That'll do. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So as for now, I'd like to say thank you to Natty Warisa.
2: Thank you, Jay, and Tim.
0: Tim, are you back in the? Are you back for the show tomorrow, or are you come? You're coming back to Bangkok tomorrow.
1: I'm here tomorrow morning here in Phuket, but I'll be there live on uh, Friday morning, right. and then I'm there on the weekend with a whole lot of meetings in Bangkok. Then, of course, we're coming back to Phuket for the outside broadcasts from the Trishada villas, which we're really looking forward to.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we hope you have a great Wednesday. And if you're in uh, Bangkok today, we hope you have a good public holiday. Thank you to Shai. Thank you to Noom, uh, Carmel. If you're watching wherever you are, we hope you're well. Please don't hurt me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please click the like button if you've enjoyed the show so far. We hope you have a great day and see you tomorrow you